0: Ready for podcast three, Dan? Yes, the third and final installment of Jason. Are you going to cry at this? Because I can't do this podcast recording knowing you're going to cry. Okay, I'm like yeah, I know you get very emotional at the end of the. Oh, I, no, I. No, just, I just don't want him to die. At all, do you know what I mean? So I'm okay. this is the end of the podcast. You <laughs> get emotional. This is good for. Welcome to Mavs. You can do it, Jason. You can do it. <laughs> Welcome to Miss. Oh, sorry. In fuck. (laughs) Welcome to Miss, everyone. I'm feeling better now. I just had to take myself outside the room and. What the podcast listeners won't know, that was actually it was three hours of crying. We had to take (laughs) a long break. It gets really emotional very very fast. well, welcome to the show, episode 28, Dan. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's like that's nearly 2 to 30. How do, what do you mean nearly 2 to 30? Because it is 2 to 30. I hate when you do that so much. It Really, I love you, but man, it balls my piss. Uh, anyway, um, how was your week been, Dan? Yeah, pretty crazy. And, uh, you yeah. <laughs> Are you okay today? You're on my... Like, no, I'm excited to see what's going on. It's part three, Matt. We've waited two weeks to find out what happened to Jason and the Argonauts. Oh, it's going to be... Yeah. And we've taken w- literally years to do this. <laughs> <All you laughs> need, just for the love of God, get please. Just, please. Yeah, one job. <laughs> you're absolutely hysterical today. Uh, yeah, so we left you in a cliffhanger last time. We did, but we'll recap more later on. But before we g- get on with life, um, it, what's new with you, Dan? What's tell me what's what's a clicking? I had my uh, summer conference for my job. Oh, how was that? Pretty crazy. Yeah, you, you should have taken pictures. Excel London. In fact, um, I got suited and booted. Had a cheeky rave unlimited drinks, whole night, as that- courtesy of Air New Zealand was the major sponsor. There's still you don't have to uh, you have to name drop <laughs> them uh, really How t- how how are you with a free bar? Because I know if I had a free bar, I would get fucking rat ass. It was alright, but I knew I was doing this today, so couldn't go mental. Could I? Thanks, Matt. Well, actually, I kind of hoped you would be a little bit hungover because, like that, wouldn't that be a funny podcast? Just not really. Not for me, wouldn't, they, wouldn't It would it? be for me. <laughs> <laughs> I would have a great time. Although <laughs> you would get annoyed by the fact you'd be doing most of the leg work. But isn't, doesn't that happen that's anyway true. Yeah, that's true <laughs> that's true. like oh you get annoyed by breathing, isn't it <laughs> that happens anyway um, but yeah I don't, uh, so what was your favourite part about the uh, conference man yeah. no just got to those are good bands so had some beatboxes on they were really good had some. Had a silent disco Whoa. I love a silent disco but you know what people say they love a silent disco but I really wish there was a literal silent disco where no sound No one to make any noise yeah. Just sit down and dance No it was really good Because I really don't enjoy I don't enjoy clubbing at all But really? so it was nice to, I, But it's nice to have a, But I do enjoy Drinking and dancing So, so it's, it's just, nice to do it In a setting where Everyone is Suited and booted Having a great time Rather than having to do it At a dirty sleazy yeah. club. Do you know what I mean Where yes, yeah, it's, it's just grim isn't it Plus it didn't pay anything Yes Which is a bonus You got a lot of value for money but Yeah there. crazy value for money Oh And um I, you, we had a phone call uh, when you were at the conference, but we got to do some production notes because uh, I never stopped working. Dan likes to have fun with his friends and has an active social life, but not this fella. This guy. Not my I, I had to, uh, dot the I's and cross the T's of this podcast. Saying that Hoster reminded me of something funny we never mentioned happened at your g- child gig. That sounds weird. The gig you did with <laughs> well, children—that sounds weird. Shall we just put a pin in that? Well, I'll just finish. Okay, continue. Um, We—I had a, a phone call uh, with uh, with one of our one of your colleagues and one of our emailers as well. Uh, first time i a chatted to Charlotte, Charlotte of Oedipus fame, and I can confirm uh, she's from Nottingham and she was actually a bit annoyed that uh, her Nottingham accent wasn't shown in the correct way. Um, but, but then she spoke to you, and that's exactly how she sounded. Yeah, uh, that's how she sounded. That's it's how she hand, sounded, so yeah, no, she she I hear it to too. Talking about how much she loves incest all the time. All properly, the time. That, loves it, you know. Anyway, so... She also, by the way, thinks we speak French, because I did that thing to you in French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what happened... As far as a joke, I had Charlotte handed me the phone back, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll just do this bit, I'm going to do this bit in French, Matt, so that she doesn't know what we're... Yeah, talking about yeah. And I made it seem like I just uh, pretended yeah, to speak should, French yeah. But I made it seem like Me and you actually Can speak French <laughs> What you said was Hello my name is Belafon Hello. Belafon. Well,
1: I, I actually, I actually just, just Made
0: it up on the spot But then it, To her It seemed like Me and you were having She's yeah. like Oh my god Is she Is she speaking French I imagine she might have Had a couple of drinks Because I think She's not just Oh idiot. I think she'd had Yeah A couple <laughs> Inverted commas a underlined couple, Underlined Weaky face Yeah yeah. the bar thing At uh, one of the conferences it, One of the It was just a, a wall Right yeah. It was like probably the size Of this wall in this kitchen Which means absolutely nothing To people listening <laughs> <laughs> Ever Ever The art is under the podcast How are you Dan Hey You know this visual thing Which you have no determination <laughs> for Here's that uh, Anyway About the size Of an average wall <laughs> <laughs> I put <thought to> sake <laughs> <laughs> No it's like a cupboard Just your yes. <laughs> Just imagine a cupboard, but the size of a wall. Oh, my God. Anyway, you're the worst it had, like, describing. It had like, little cubby holes in it, and you put your hand, like a, basically it was like a glory hole, <laughs> and you put your hand through the hole, and then you, someone put like drinks in it, and then you took your hand out, and you had like champagne in your hand. I would not like that, because as a vegan, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I'm, I would have to choose, I'm quite like precise with what I choose. And in you put good. your hand through the thing, just wait a little bit. You feel something touch your hand, out it comes with a drink inside. What, that's quite it, cool, isn't it? That is def- that is literally like a glory hole, though. It is a glory hole, drinks hole, drinks for glory hole, glory drink up, uh, glory hard, drinks, glory drinks. It's hard to do something drink related. Um, anyway, uh, long story short, I got kicked out. Dude, that's illegal. <crazy. laughs> Dan, stop groping women through the doors, okay? But it's a drink hole. Um, anyway, um, Dan, what are you putting your penis through? Oh, this is a great towel! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> just, it's just like hand out a Foster's, hand out a, a champagne, hand out. wait, that's not a hand, <laughs> just jabs it at the end. I'll just pull this a hundred times and see what happens. And that's why you're never invited back to flights. No, but isn't that a cool idea? You put your hand through and get given a drink. I like that idea. Again, I I wouldn't. I think it's cool But I wouldn't like it personally However, what was the thing about the kids gig you mentioned Because a couple of weeks ago I did the uh, kids gig We talked about on the podcast uh, No, just when you mentioned your name was Matt Horse Because I forgot it um, I just just out of nowhere reminded me of that kid That kept calling you Matt Horse. <laughs> I found it really funny <laughs> My ego there's, is... another, there's another heckle that I just thought about So many heckles that whole day Yeah, and uh, well, Matt Horse He was like, oh shut up I, I have to go off stage And I kind of make this big thing like, Oh welcome to the stage The coolest guy in comedy And it goes No you're not I was like Screw you Jason You little dwee And I, I showed a lot of children That day didn't I You did it was Although it. Remember when you Ranked my leads gig I did And um, one of the criticisms You gave Is that I said I, I, I said to the audience I told the audience To fuck off too many times Didn't I Yeah, Didn't say that to the kids Did you not on stage. <laughs> but anyway, um, we're going to crack on with this myth because uh, we have the final installment of Jason and the Ark Knots and we are looking forward to see what happens. With that, bring in the cliffhanger. Let's see what happens after this jingle. If you are having your to bits with cold milk, you are, for all intents and purposes, a moron. You're doing it wrong, people. it out Matt we're going to get rid of that if you eat banana you've got something wrong with you if you, if you, if you eat a banana go, Ooh. this is a nice tasting, this is a nice flavour I like, mmm, mmm, tastes good you're a sociopath jingle <laughs> over that's a sexy jingle Whoa. Um, I, I think I might put in your, your new one there thank you Matt so, part three. We have to, uh, should we do a recap of what's just happened? But we'll do it well fast. Okay, let's do like boom boom, but a hot potato. Uh, so like, Does that have to be chronological? <laughs> yeah, that's right, let's do it Okay, But we just do it as fast. Right? Uh, so, are you doing a word is word each or sentence each? Should we do a word each? That'd be hard, but yeah, okay. Do really it. quickly, yeah. Okay. Jason. went. to. find. the. king. Of Ilochus Correct Because he, he is on the throne but he shouldn't be <laughs> on the throne. <laughs> so Jason <laughs> went to get the golden fleece. Because The King Of Iolocus Told Him To Because The Delphic (laughs) (laughs) Oracle Told Perius Peleus Peleus Peleus? The King of This isn't working is it Let's do a sentence each. Oh, First try on the same time, spent a lot of time. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> sentence each. Where we do, like, we, we put, yeah. So basically, he gets prophesied that this guy with one sandal is going to kill him, so he sends him away to do this dangerous trial. Um, Jason has one sandal, and he's like, I ain't having any of that. It's nice he still hasn't got any more sandals, to so this guy's <laughs> like, nah, I'll just. So he gets a rap band group of um, Avenger you know, uh, the Avengers assembled. All of the great heroes, mm-hmm. Theseus, we're talking Her- Hercules, we're talking Atlanta, we're talking all the people. Yeah, all, it's a great mix of people, and they go off to find the gun They On the island of Colchis. Yes, uh, they do a lot of stuff like mate with women, uh, clash with some rocks. Uh, Kill various beasts. Yeah, show away harpies, get some prophecies. Uh, they meet a guy on an island to uh, be the, the blind man in fairness the blind man is yeah. quite important because uh, he's gone with them yeah well, yeah well he didn't actually go with them by the way he just stays there but he has a profit uh, but yeah so uh, in part 2 uh, they got uh, they went through the clashing rocks and survived they that they did they also uh, went finally through, arrived at Colchis finally arrived at Colchis they chapped their way to success they talked the king Aetus the gods shoot uh, bow and arrow to uh, Medea's heart, and she falls in love with them. Who is the d- daughter of oh, King Aeetes? Who is the king of Colchis? And but King uh, King Aetis thinks he's trying to take away the crown. So what he does, he goes no. Uh, he goes w- w-, and Jason goes, whoa, chill out, dude. I just want to get the golden fleece. He's like, no. Only way you're getting the golden fleece by doing some dangerous trials. And the first trial was to fight. The first trial was to Fight the Get the oxen The fire-breathing oxen Yeah He's not fighting them, is it? He's just got to get them And then use them to play our field start to submit to them, right? Um, then uh, he planted some dragon teeth And then we left you On a cliffhanger Because we, we don't know why What is going to sprout from these dragon teeth What is it so important about dragon teeth? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have waited a whole week Because there's definitely a trick here Yeah, because he uh, King Aetus is pretty treacherous so welcome to Part San, Part San, which is Chinese for three. Oh, Dan told me that. So it could be just monkey or something like that. <laughs> anyway, do you want me to start? Yeah, it means blue. <laughs> Behind Jason, the seeds sprouted into an army of skeleton-like Earthmen, bristling with armor and double-pointed spears, and intent on destroying anything nearby. I just like to know. I before I started that, I said, "Oh, do you want me to start?" And Dan goes, "Yeah, go on then. and start reading himself." <laughs> But yeah, um, so the, the skeletons come out the dragon teeth, uh, which is, is a bit surprising, but uh, uh, it's quite, uh, quite fearsome. We haven't seen skeletons here. And I'm thinking, like, have you ever seen Spy Kids 3 when he fights the skeleton warriors? No. He's now dating Megan Trainer, isn't he, Spy Kids kid? Interesting. There was, there was a lot happening there. <laughs> <laughs> was very busy, that sentence. Anyway, what... Jason, heeding Medea's counsel, hefted a boulder and threw it amidst the skeleton army. The Earthmen, blaming each other for throwing the boulder, began to fight amongst themselves. Meanwhile, Jason, still invulnerable to being pierced by the spears due to Medea's charms, plunged into the fight to slay the last of them, felling them like wheat foals to the farmer's scythe. As the day died with the last of the Earthmen, Jason's contest came to an end. So, so who's been throwing the boulders? I'm confused. So, I think Jason threw the boulders, right? But then it says, the Earthmen blaming each other for throwing the boulders. No, because what happens, He he's like on the mountain, he threw it, uh, he, uh, he threw it, lands in the middle, they, the skeletons kind of point to each other and go, hey, you threw that. No, you threw that. And they start fighting each other. Oh, I see. It's like a distraction thing. Whilst he's distracted, Jason comes and slices them. Admittedly, it's very impressive that Jason does actually go and kill them. However... It's because of Medea he actually has the confidence because he's invulnerable. And that's not really heroic if you know you're going to win. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. I agree. So, and also, we, we left him in the cliffhanger, but wasn't that wasn't that intense, was it? It just wasn't. It? Well, he's quite cool, the Skeleton Warriors crawling out. Yeah. He's just plowing a field. He's yeah. got enough on his plane trying to plow a field with fire breathing oxen. The last thing he needs to do is turn around and see a field full of s- Skeleton Warriors. Yeah. A bit, it's a busy day for him, isn't it? It is not it Anyway. This, I believe there's the, uh, the final challenge awaits him. Even though Jason has proven himself worthy, King Aetes had no intention of giving him the Golden Fleece. Quite the opposite! Aetes lay awake, plotting to burn Argo and destroy the Argonauts. Medea, his daughter... Fearful that her father would discover her betrayal once again struck a bargain with the crew of the Argo that in return for her safety she would deliver the gold. golden fleece. I you were doing that. <laughs> Honestly, man. I thought you have got it last week but no, you still do. I'm, I've got the source material right in front of me. In the next paragraph he said it at least three more times. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. In, uh, that she would deliver the Golden Fleece. Jason himself swore an oath to Zeus that he would make Medea his wife in the halls of his own kingdom, which is slightly problematic because remember he went to Lemnos and uh, he, he made the queen, I can't remember her name, but uh, the queen. Queen Hephaestus. Yeah. Hephaestus. She was like, oh, I can always come back anytime. You can be my wife. He was like, yeah, go on then. But got it, he's been promised to two women here. Yeah. 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 it's A bit naughty. So their bargain renewed. Medea urged them to depart before the king mounted his chariot in deadly pursuit. While it was still night, the crew of the Argo rode, rode, rode towards a goal, which hung on an oak in the sacred grove of Ares, the god of war, guarded by a dragon that never sleeps. It's like, imagine, like, that um, like, oh, we can take on the dragon. But it's a dragon that never sleeps. Oh, fuck me. Oh, no! <laughs> she was cranky. The dragon with sleepless eyes saw them coming. That means, that means open. <laughs> the dragon with open <laughs> eyes saw them coming and hissed an awful sound that echoed throughout the kingdom, waking children with affrights. So he's quite loud this dragon as well. The serpent's body coiled around the trees of the garden where the flicks- Golden Fleece Actually at this time it says the flicks of gold hung, so fuck you then. <laughs> Just, where, the, where, the, where, the flea, where the golden fleece hung boom smashing it Jason eager for his prize sprang forward to battle but his charms had faded away and this allowed him to be swallowed whole by the dragon Medea once again came to his aid and with prayers potions and song she lulled the guardian dragon to sleep you know we mocked, in the first episode we mocked Orpheus uh, for being a poet but actually being a poet actually helps uh, in this case actually yeah. you know He hasn't done anything so far, has he? No. Neither is Theseus, either. The dragon's many coils relaxed like the sea after a storm, and Jason emerged from its belly like a heifer giving birth to her calf. Oh, nice imagery there. A dirty, disgusting calf coming out of a cow's vagina, all gloopy and warm. Viscous. Viscous. So he kind of slices the dragon's belly open. That's a bit sad, because dragons are nothing to him it? also that Jason again it comes from this as he's so pathetic he, he requires Medea to fight his battles for him he's really terrible at battle he's not a good leader he hasn't really done much you know what I mean He's only killed a couple of uh, skeletons even though he was invincible and because he lost his invincibility he got eaten you know what I mean yeah anyway what happened next man Vic- victorious at last though not of his own merits Jason claimed the gold from the branches of the oak tree. The flying ram with the golden fleece was the saviour of Phyrexus and a sacrifice to Zeus himself. Its fleece was coveted treasure that symbolised kingship and authority. It was like a magical book of alchemy and many more things. But to Jason, it symbolised the fulfilment of his quest and all of his dreams. Dawn was spreading her light over the earth when Jason returned to the band of heroes. The crew marveled at Jason, adorned with the mighty Golden Fleece. <laughs> her cast the glowy sheen about him like the rising sun bursting through the clouds. So he finally has the Golden Fleece. Um, but again, he feels well. Little... Well done. Well done, well done, Jason. Well done, Jason. Well in son. Well, in. well played. Took you about five fucking years. Hercules' done all 12. He's done 15 labours by now. He's probably doing extra. Yeah, <laughs> he's done 12 more. Uh, so yeah, he's finally got it, and he's really happy about this, but, yeah, I don't know, it, it seems a little bit conceited, if you know. I mean. He's going to return home to find the other guy's died of old age, and <laughs> he didn't even need to do this. That's his quest over long, actually. Yeah. So, after the Golden Fleece, it's time to head home. With, with hurried preparations, the Argonauts headed home. Jason's quest for the Golden Fleece thus far was a success. Though their adventures were far from over. They have going to do it all again okay back <laughs> yeah. again, haven't they? they <laughs> are only halfway through, my friends. Yeah. Sailing past the rocks washed by the sea, the Argo was chased by King Aetes, and storms sent by Zeus as punishment for the crimes Medea and Jason had committed. So it was quite sacrilege to take the Golden Fleece then. But it's kind of weird that... I assume so, yeah. I do wonder that it's weird they get mixed messages from the gods because Zeus was punishing them even though they've been helped consistently by um, Hera and Athena, if you know mm. what I mean? So it's like, well, what's... It, again, there's there's no piety here because regardless, you're going to piss off one god, if you know what I mean? So yes. there's no kind of middle ground, if you know what I mean? Like, you can't ever be a truly pious person because it's, it's impossible, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Thus, the argument was driven off course and the crew would have even more adventures uh, that they were already so numerous the minstrels could not record all the histories and the heroes in song. That was an awful sentence, but basically it says they had so many, they, they already had a lot of adventures that they couldn't even talk and sing that much about it, that they had some more. So, who do they see next? One day, on the return, Argo itself spoke and bade the Argonauts to seek purification for their crimes by the Witch Circle, including Medea's horrendous crime of murdering her brother, whom led the army to recapture her in the Golden Fleece. Okay, one one sec. Um, Where did we get that information? Yeah, I I didn't know. When did she murder her brother? No idea. Also, I realised I said Witch Circle, but it's actually not. It's Witch Circle. Circe. Circe. It's just the circle of that. Yeah, I... I, I. Uh, so, uh, So, she apparently murdered her brother... Is this the case, like, in Bellafon where, she, like, he accidentally kills the princess's brother, but they, they don't know, is it like, could be her brother? It's like, yeah. maybe it's her brother? It's annoying we never got that information. She had chopped her brother into pieces and threw him overboard so that their father, King Aetes, would have to slow his pursuit and oh, oh pick up the God, pieces. Oh that's so sick. Oh, that's fucked. Oh my, so she chopped her brother up and <laughs> that is a sick... Yeah, sorry, Simon. <laughs> Honestly, that is on that is messed up right there. You know, chopping. Yes, lack of morale. She loves Jason so much that she's willing to kill her brother and use it in the most disgusting way to stop her father at any means possible. Like, I I think Jason's a protagonist here, but that's not what heroes do. You know what I mean? This isn't a heroic move, is yeah. it? Fortunately, Circe favoured the crew of the Argo, unlike Odysseus, another great hero that would follow in this Jason's footsteps many years later. Story to come. We'll do Odysseus at some point, so hold your yes. horses. But Circe uh, pardoned Jason and his crew, so I assume Odysseus wasn't so lucky, but... Well, we'll find out. Uh, <clears throat> so, just, um, just one thing we kind of just gently skipped over in that last paragraph. One day, the Argo itself spoke. <laughs> what the fuck?! <laughs> Uh, hi guys, um, hi guys. Um, So I've been here A long time now And I just wanted to say You guys are all terrible Can you go on Seriously yeah, You though? guys need Purification for your sins Because oh my days imagine Some be- <laughs> of the stuff You guys been doing I'm Drive imagine, me canny I'm, Imagine <laughs> Imagine the kind of shit That Boaz He's been through That Argo's been through a lot And he's like No now I'm going to Pipe up yeah, You know no, I mean? It's that piece of timber's finally doing its job It's, it's kind of weird That like uh, Imagine like like all the kind of creepy stuff like imagine Theseus on board he's been up to some weird shit and you know like the, it's like um, Theseus um, I did see what you did in that cabin room and I don't approve you know like uh, Do you reckon, like, what if you've been watched by a ship at all times you know it's a bit weird isn't it as a gene boat specialist I approve yeah so he's going back this way what hap- what seems to be happening is that he goes a similar route to Odysseus on his way home so, Chiron had forewarned, Jason, that without the aid of Orpheus, the greatest musician of the ancient world, the Argonauts would not be able to pass the Isle of Simon. That's why Orpheus is on the ship. Yeah. It's, it's, time, it's time to shine, Orpheus. <laughs> yeah, even Medea said she can play a song, yeah. right? She did, he didn't help at any other point, yeah. you know. During the fire Raven Cowards, he, he was having some, like, salami or something like that. Also, just to FYI, just from the recap... Chiron is the person that helped Jason uh, grow up as a uh, a centaur and helped him on his way. The sirens had voices like gilded lilies, which they used to beguile men to their deaths. So they would, uh, when ships passed, they would go. you don't impress me <laughs> much uh 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 Genaro Twain was uh, the siren <laughs> and then they go oh my god that's Shannara Twain and crash into the rocks and then they eat their flesh and we actually know why, how the sirens became sirens yes uh, what few, happened two weeks ago um uh, what's her face Persephone yes oh, Demeter Demeter is so angry that uh, water that water nymphs weren't guarding her daughter Persephone when she was taken by Hades to the underworld that she um, banished them all to be a sirens, basically. Yeah, and that's again. I like how these coincide with each other, and this is a nice bit of creativity. Jason had a plan uh, to get past the sirens because they were a deadly fell and very hard to get past. When Argo approached the sirens, Orpheus strummed his lyre, playing a melody even more beautiful than the sirens' lustful songs. Where he played "Stairway to Heaven," yeah. did he? Actually, no. Do you know what he played? The Miss theme song? Yeah, probably. <laughs> he was like, Welcome to Miss. He was like, What is this beautiful song? Yeah. I reckon he played Enya. <laughs> sail away, sail away. Very literal. Yeah. <laughs> so, Orpheus uh, is rocking out. <laughs> so, only one of the poor Argonauts succumbed to the siren songs and leapt overboard, swimming desperately towards her bewitching maidens whom waited to snatch him. So I swooped down, and picked him up, had some Argonauts for dinner. Nice. Um, didn't everyone know what the plan was, though? How do you just have a little bit of self-restraint to be like, nah, I'm going to jump overboard? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone on that crew knows what's happening, and he's the one person that's like, nah, I saw it. Also, um, I'm not going to tread on Odysseus' story, because this why I to go up in Odysseus. It's quite a famous story. In this, like, no one ever got past the sign before Odysseus. And they were a really hard thing to get past. But this is a very easy solution because what they had to do in Odysseus was really intense. However, in this one, just uh, Orpheus played a song. That, that is it. It's very easy, yeah. you know what I mean? Also, I like how they said he just had to play a song greater than Sirens. What happens if you get there and it's way worse? You're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> he just <played laughs> he's gonna have the a lot. you He's going to have a lot of confidence that his song's the best. It's like, <laughs> what's the worst song you could have played? A Justin Bieber song. <laughs> he's just like, baby, baby, baby. Ooh! Oh God, no! Oh my flesh! Yeah, they're playing like Bohemian Rhapsody, and yeah. he's like, "This is so real yeah, and he's life. Like, oh, I can't contend with that. Sorry, guys. I didn't know it'd be that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it'd be this layered. Is that Freddie Mercury? It's a siren. <laughs> Continuing their voyage, the Argonauts sailed towards perils worse than the beautiful sirens. Ahead they the passage of Cycla, Scylla, and Charybdis. Thank you. A rocky shoal on one side, the great whirlpool on the other. Oh, like a whirlpool. So there's a twin rock, so you can have you where down with Charybdis, which is a whirlpool, which is pretty hard to get past, because it's, it's basically, it burps once a day, and it kind of like, shoots up emissions, and that's the only time you can get past it. Scylla is a six-headed monster, that can kind of like, kill you. is what, um, Hercules had to face. Uh, was it not? Oh, was it oh, that was a skiller. That was no. That was the Hydra. That was yes, the Hydra. Yeah. Skiller, I know we've come across the skiller before. We have, uh, but Sk- uh, Sk- skiller is a a person that uh, a monster that pops up through mythology as well. But like, like twin monsters, one spewing flame and the other water, it was an inescapable danger to any ship, forcing one to choose between being dashed upon the rocks or being swallowed into the deep. Where is it? De- oh fucking hell. This is literally... Well, the thing is with this, yeah, it follows a lot of the of path on the way back. Yeah. Just say, the Argo is once again favoured by Hera. Yeah. The Argo was once again favoured by Hera, queen of the gods, and was escorted through the danger by a fresh breeze, a pod of dolphins, and the Nereids, nymphs Every and yes. goddesses of the sea, whom were the patrons of sailor and fishermen. Well, that seems easy. Yeah, just Ooh. a pod of dolphins. And... Again, what's happening here, they are totally ripping off Odysseus' story. We haven't gone into that yet, but what is happening is that he's taking these big things and just claiming he's done it. Yeah, just got past him easily. He's like, you just... You didn't come this way. Why have you come back this way, you know? Uh, uh, it seems a little bit far-fetched. Yeah, why don't you go back the way you can, yeah. Well, like, he was driven off course and all that. That's fairness, true, that's true. But yeah. surely, you know, it doesn't... like. I don't know why I've gone this way, surely, and... Yeah, I, I think it's... It seems like Jason's just trying to take more credit for something he hasn't done, if you yeah. know what I mean. Uh, so the Argo survives again. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for not killing me. Mm. Uh, but the it's Argo would not so easily escape the shoals of Syretes, where it became stranded after a baleful wind blew him off course. So what it means by baleful wind is that like Christian bale, is it the wind? Yeah, like, throwing hay bales at them. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it would be a, a dark night. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think I'm putting down Very, <laughs> no, really. That was really good. So witty. The crew nearly died of thirst in despair, and their names and titles as heroes were almost lost to history because their quest to bring the Golden Fleece home remained unfinished. This is a part of the heroic code called Klaos. If you die in battle, you have honour and stuff like that and, and you'll probably be remembered in minstrels and songs. However, if you die like just by being stranded or whatever, that's not a good way to die, you know, it's not honorable, but no, no, right it's it? not noble, is it? You want people to sing about you after you're dead. Yeah. Rather than the Argo bearing the burden of transporting the crew like a mother with children in her womb, now it was the Argonauts who had to who carried the great ship upon their shoulders for twelve days and twelve nights during the which the crew passed the twitching tail of the Hydra that their former crewmate, Hercules, had slain with arrows. So, they really have a crash course in mythology here, aren't they? Yeah. Although they're getting an easy path for it as well. Everything's just like, nah, it's alright. Yeah. So they're carrying this massive ship on their backs. Uh, during the trek, several Argonauts perished, including Mopsus, the seer. He died from a serpent's bite. This happened because Perseus flew on Pegasus high above and he had the severed head of the Gorgon Medusa. And every drop that dripped from Medusa's head and fell on the land below, it transformed into a brood of venomous serpents. And they attacked Mopsus. But that's, again, this is an interesting thing because... There's a lot happening all at once. Yeah, so basically, Jason is like the clip show of, like, uh, of like Greek mythology yeah, so you know he's, passed part, he's passed through the dead Hydra that Hercules has slain yeah all the whole time since they abandoned him yeah <laughs> um, and now uh, meanwhile Perseus is flying ahead that explains why he couldn't be part of their group because yeah. he was too busy doing his own thing to get Medusa yeah he's doing his own project um, so after, an, after nearly a fortnight the crew was able to set up the ship down in the shoal in, in the ocean once again soft as water may be the Argonauts Marveled at its strength to effortlessly carry both the boat and the crew. So they were able to, through adversity, carry the Argo through. They protected its ship. The Argo ventured upon to the island of Crete, guarded by the bronze giant man, Talos. Are we going back to Crete? We are. Last of his kind. Sorry, man. As the Argo tried to set her horses, Talos hurled boulders at the ship, keeping her at bay. Talos had one blood vessel, from neck to ankle... Bound shut by only one bronze nail. Medea cast a spell to bewitch Talos. Then she removed the bronze nail and the life-giving ichor. Divine blood like molten lead ran from Talos's ankle and he stood transfixed with no more life than the sculpture in the city plaza. After a brief respite for the crew, the Argo was once again able to set sail. Finally their toils and troubles ended. No more adventures befell the Argo. She's quite handy, Medea. Medea is actually the more the protagonist than Jason is. If you know what I mean, he's done very little, and Medea's help. If without Medea, he would be absolutely screwed. If you know what I mean. Even though she is pretty messed up, if you know what I mean. However, do you reckon who who helped set up Talos? You know, because do you reckon King Minos might have helped set him up? Are you leading to something here? I might be. That was crazy, wasn't it? King yeah, yeah, yeah. King Minos, you know. After- oh, I- Just one singular blood vessel Running from neck to head <laughs> How will I bind such a blood vessel mm, I don't want the Goliath-giving Hicker and divine blood To pour out I think I will use a bronze nail mm, I will name him Talos After my boyfriend I <laughs> mean after my ex-lover who's a girl <laughs> Definitely a girl Where's my daughter gone I Haven't seen her for ages Hey, is it Theseus? <laughs> Fuck you, Dad Joking Theseus is coming back to Crete like been here before. Hey, hey guys, guys, you guys, never guess what happened? Kill the monoton, yeah? Hey, I don't know how to do. hey uh, guys, you see that see that cliff? That's where I killed the monitor. Oh, do you see that mountain? Where well, I went on a victory run after I killed the monitor. Oh uh, guys, did I ever tell you that crazy do not go that crazy time made a little Minotaur <laughs> yeah. uh, also uh, My ex my ex girlfriend was from Crete. What happened, Theseus? Left her, but to drive past it, if you pick her up, that'd be great. Yeah, why did you pick her up on the way back? Whereabouts is she? Peter services. Head that way. Uh, Theseus Um, where, Why are you speaking like that? Didn't you have a Birmingham accent in episode one? Oh, what you talking about? <laughs> Sorry, that's a lot of callbacks, yeah, right that's there. A lot of callbacks, right that. <laughs> so, no more uh, adventures that befell the Arkham. and I believe the ending might be tragic. Years after their adventures began, Jason and the Argonauts returned home to Iolcus. Uh, though Jason triumphantly held the Golden Fleece in his hand, he dedicated the Argo to Poseidon. However, his uncle, King Peleus, did not accept the gifts, nor did he re- relinquish his rule to the rightful heir, who was Jason, because there are some things no man treasures more than he does of power. Medea and, and Jason contrived to murder the usurper kingdom. Medea tricked the daughters of Peleus into trying to rejuvenate their father by cutting him up and boiling him into a cauldron. However, Medea withheld the magical herbs, and the daughters only succeeded to kill their father. For this murder, Medea and Jason were both exiled from Ioloclus. I'm confused. She sees made his daughters kill him. So, here's what happened. Peleus, uh, his daughters... Medea went to the daughters of Palace, like, hey, you know it'll be spa treating for your dad. Cut them up, but we re- will rejuvenate him. And I'm like, Yeah, that sounds fun. How first I'm not sure how you would sell that. Well, I don't know how you'd sell that, but we know Jason's quite good with his words. Uh, well it's actually Medea who did it. Can Jason does fuck all uh so so, uh, but what she does, when they cut them up, she doesn't, when they're stewing them back together in the cauldron, she doesn't put in the herbs that actually bring them back to life. Ah, uh, so he's just dead. Yeah, just dead. And then they can boil their own dad. Although it's quite gross that, like, yeah, we're okay with cutting them up and boiling them, but what? You didn't give them magical <laughs> herbs? That's gross. Oh, no. What do you think was going to happen? However, for this, Medea and Jason were exiled to my locker, so they didn't even get what they wanted anyway. As time passed, trying to make a new life, as mere citizens of the city of Corinth, Jason betrays his wife, saying that it was not she who deserved thanks, but Aphrodite, whom caused Medea to fall in love with him. Which is a bit of a dick move. It's like, imagine if it in a like, real relationship and there's no gods. Like, uh, it's actually the gods' fault? Like, you fell in love with me? Like, like... I don't yeah. know, yeah. yeah. Jason then chose a new wife, a young princess, rather than the old witch. Full of rage and with no husband at home, Medea took vengeance by murdering Jason's family, including her own children. Jason was left to mourn his losses under, underneath the ageing Argo and was struck dead by a piece of rotting timber. The end. Well, that's annoying. What? Annoying? Yeah, what? T- t- tragic, what? Boring end? Well, get to, the Well, about it's not, I don't know. I wanted him to live somewhere It's tragic isn't it That he Would have done all of that No one really Thanks him for The Golden Fleece Everyone On the Argo passed their ways Him and Medea Fall out She murders everyone And he's left And he's ultimately Killed by the thing He cherished the most The, the Argo Yeah Wow That's that's really That's really Depressing isn't it I thought it would be A happier ending. To be honest I did also but um, what happens here, this is actually pretty much the story of Medea, but we have handled kind of it quite fast. So, uh, yeah. So, essentially, Medea cuts up her children, kills all her children, and tries to kill Jason as well. Because, in all fairness, it's a bit of a dick move. He does try and bang a new young princess as yeah. well. So, uh, that's the end of this myth, and we're going to go into a ranking stage right now. So, shall we take it away, Dan? Now, jingle, whoop, whoop! Hey there, my name is Matt Haas, and in this link I have an American accent, and I advocate the safe use of this podcast in small doses. So we rank each myth by four categories, life skills, morals, creativity, and WTF. You should already know this, because again, if you, imagine starting this part three. Yeah. <laughs> imagine being like, you know what, I'm going to be bold, I'm going to listen to the third, the third installment to, uh, to this, that'd be great. Um so yeah, obviously we get, we ranked each part individually. Uh, part one still seems to be the best, but I think this will come in close. Life skills, Matt. What did we learn out of ten? Uh, what's the marks for the previous two? Which we marks just... were twenty eight for part one. Um, part one, 22 for part two. Yes, yeah, so okay. So life skills. What are practical things we learn? Learn how to delay our father by cutting up your brother. Yeah, cut up your brother. Learn how to get vengeance on your ex-husband by cutting yeah. up your sons. <laughs> Learn how to get past the sirens. Uh, we learned how to cut up your treacherous ke- uh, uncle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we learned how to make a stew of a uh, dead dead dad. Yeah, we learned how to kill the skeleton warriors. Yes, we learned how to um, defeat a, a bronze giant by pulling out the nail. Yeah. Uh, we learned about a lot of monsters and stuff like that. Yeah. We, we learned how to defeat a lot of monsters. We learned, that we learned how to kill serpents from the severed head of Medusa. Yes, we also learn, um, how to get, essentially, uh, how to get past any danger, to have the gods help you all the time. How to use a pod of dolphins to get you out of trouble. Uh, we learned that, um, the best way to kind of get through a lot of discord is to copy Odysseus' journey. Yeah, <laughs> And we learned that, yeah, uh, I, I learned that, uh, sometimes... Uh, a golden fleece isn't necessarily worth it if you know what I mean yeah. uh, i learn how to cut a dragon's belly yeah learn oh. how to cut a dragon that's true Obelis. or bellies or belies Um. yeah I it's not I think it's okay I think it's pretty high what do you reckon I think it's a seven I have a six or seven I was thinking well, should we go with seven yes. morals uh, don't cut up your kids don't cut up your brother don't cut up your uncle. Yeah, uh, don't go with wrong. Um Don't go your sons. Uh, I suppose it actually is quite good in the sense it has one quite large overriding moral, which is that the, the, he spent years and years doing this. People perished, some of his friends died, all of his friends helped out. It was a hell of an adventure, and he's got back home and it's all kind of for nothing. Yes. And he's thrown it all away because then he's got greedy and he's murdered yeah. him. Yes, yeah, and it seems that at all, Jason's actually quite a bitter person. When, Very bitter, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he actually is... There's no heroic trait to him whatsoever, really. Um, yeah, uh, we learn that he's killed a lot of these people. He's done a lot of these jobs. He's taken a really long time for no real discernible reason. He, hasn't, he isn't a victor at the end of the day. He's like a mercenary, and he ends up dying uh, by his ship, which kills him, if you know what I mean. Yes, yeah. Which is quite the powerful metaphor yeah. as well. And also, it's quite... A- quite amazing I suppose he does eventually kill Pelias, yeah. though so it, it, the the story the prophecy did come true but here's the thing though right because he I guess one of the morals is that he Medea is the only reason he survived all that and then he dicks on Medea straight away yeah you know he dumps her so like he's very ungrateful and very um, yeah I don't know he's just so uh, he kind of uh, don't be addicted to someone like that romantically, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, we yeah, we learned how to avoid taxes for like thirteen years, apparently, because Jason he's yeah. away from home a long time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think there's some good. I think there's some hard hitting models in this, and yeah. it where there was lacking models beforehand. I think that it, this is recompensated. So I think there's a decent amount. Um, and you know, don't spend your whole life chasing a golden fleece where. You know, just be happy where you are, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I agree. But I like that this at least has one overarching moral. Yes. W- what do you think? Seven. I think seven's good. Next up is creative tier. This one's very creative, I think. Takes away, down, Chopping up all the people. Several times. Yeah. Several times. Uh, getting through the sirens. Getting through the, um, the two monsters. Um, the fact that Essentially, with Jason, you met all the different heroes and all the different monsters from the heroes as yes. well. Bear on the first one, we didn't really get them many monsters. We've got loads of monsters here. We've got loads of people from... You know, uh, how it was all tied up. it is, yeah. How they passed the Hydra. You had Perseus flying yeah. above. And also the creativity, stuff like pulling the... Uh, we also learn how to pull the uh, the ship as well. So stuff like that. It's really There's it's more than just fighting here. There's like the different kind of trials here. You know what I mean? Uh, and I yeah I think it's quite decent here and also the Argo speaks as well that's that's a thing uh, yeah that's true that's true I'm thinking something like a 8 you say you want to go 9 I'm just thinking yeah well actually maybe no why why Why, why, why it wouldn't that? it be a 9 why wouldn't it be a 9 yeah, that's what I mean it's pretty creative. There's lots. There's monsters, there's love, there's monsters, hate. N- narrative. There's, there's a, narrative, how he gets killed, the fact that he n- gives up I guess it's not a 10 because it's quite a, not an mm. anti-climactic end, but it's kind of like, it's not it's not a king, it's, it doesn't win. No, the yeah. That's not necessarily a good, well, maybe it is more creative because he doesn't end up winning. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's different from all the other myths. Maybe that's just what I screen. mean, the pod of dolphins leering them out. Yeah. He had the blood of, the Gorgon Medusa coming out and creating serpents. You had the Argo talking. You had all the different things yep. tied up. You know what? Ten. Ten. You reckon ten? Well, now you've talked me into a ten. Is it? Is it perfect though? No, that's true. Nine. No. But but then again, we've given ten for four to stuff like. I think yeah. You know what? Ten. I'm going to say ten. Whoa. Um, have we had a ten for creativity before? No, we have had tens before, though, haven't we? For stuff like WTF, yeah. 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 And WTF, and I think this might be quite a high one as well. Yeah. This actually might win. No, it won't. It won't. Maybe. Depends what we'll give it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so tired. So, WTF. Skeleton Warriors. Uh, <laughs> don't laugh at me, Dan. <laughs> uh, okay. WTF. Skeleton Warriors. We have Dragons. Uh, cutting Dragon Bellies open. Medea. Um, Helping him all the way through. Helping him all the way through. That's pretty uh, WTF. The fact that he's not really a leader. The fact that not really that many people help. The fact that he dicks on Medea at the end. The fact that Medea kills people several times. And Jason's not really put off by this fact. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's some big ones in here. Um, chopping up the pieces to throw back to your dad to pick up. That's pretty. Yeah, like the actual delaying tactic. Um, the two stupid idiots who are like, yeah, we'll yeah we'll agree to murdering our dad, but you you promised to rejuvenate him, right? Yeah, <laughs> I just get this magical herb, uh, but um, also stuff like Medusa's head dropping blood, um, cutting the belly open, uh, meeting all the different heroes as well. It's kind of weird, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, the fact that they have the Argo taunt as well, uh, defeating a, a bronze giant. That's and I think the ending's pretty WTF as well, and the fact that they killed Pelias in such a way. Um, But Not Crazy 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 But Ish Yeah I agree I reckon a six or a seven Because uh, I don't It's not as crazy as other ones No I reckon I think a seven or an eight I mean it's pretty messed up Some of the stuff that's going on here Cut in pieces That's what i that's Yeah a, that is messed up That's pretty messed up Seven or eight isn't it Two we go seven I think seven is fair Because Well what else happens Because the thing I think the reason it's not more messed up because the, he gets an easy pass through all these people like Cersei, Skill and Cryptus. Yeah, it's, right. it's easy for him if you know what I mean. It's like, true. It's not, and a sirens as well. It's just it's not simple. a struggle like it would be for some. Oh, days. it's not. It, there's no weird consequences for it. If you yes, know what I mean. yeah. So I think probably uh, I think a seven. You reckon? Yeah, I agree. But it's like if we compare it to everyone's in the past, it's, stuff has been way weirder. So, in total, that is 31. The highest of the three. The highest of the three. And that's in probably the top 10, isn't it? It is. Um, Anything above the 30 is, is solid. And uh, we're in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be putting the uh, the whole of the score sheet on our Twitter page. So, do check that out as well. So, uh, yeah, so do check that out and you'll be able to see who's in, in the lead and who's uh, at the bottom. Are you a top or a bottom, Dan? More of a top. Anyway, bunk beds. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always go top bunk, always. Are you a top bunk or bottom bunk? Oh, I'm definitely bottom bunk. Because I, I, so many people are always like bottom bunk. Always a top bunk. I had a top bunk. I um, had a top bunk bed. through my whole childhood. So I feel very nostalgically comfortable that I do bottom I'm, bunk bed. I'm close to the center of the floor. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's a good myth. Yeah, I had a really good time. Um I hope you enjoyed the three part of Jason and the Argonauts. Next week, I think we're going to be trying something big as well, I believe. But we'll uh, let you know next week. But uh, thank you for listening. Do share this to all your friends on social media. Don't stop tweeting about it. And please tag us at Miss Podcasts on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, you can also give us five stars on iTunes. Can't you, Dan? You can. And Spotify. And stream us on Spotify as well. Do, uh, do, do listen to us there. Keep on sharing it, and uh, we love having you, and I hope you enjoy this free part uh, as well. And uh, I'm currently, uh, whilst this goes out, I'm currently at the Edinburgh Fringe, so uh, if you could, uh, come along and see me. I'll probably be in a crying wreck when this comes out, but come and see my show, and I'll, I'll, for at least one hour, I'll be uh, free from tears. So, come and see me. What do you think of my Edinburgh performances so far? How, how do you reckon it's going for me? Do you reckon i have quite famous I've made it big in Edinburgh or I think you're absolutely smashing it that's very kind I of think it. you've had in excess of sort of seven or eight people a night <laughs> yeah so I think it's pretty good you say uh, and I've had I reckon about 13 reviewers giving me five stars if you know what I mean that's pretty good yeah and I've been giving a million, in the buckets but at the end, people will give me a million quid every night. I'm, I'm a millionaire. A million, yeah, a millionaire. Yeah, that'd be nice. Imagine that in the fringe, you know. A few million pound checks. <laughs> yeah, just pop it in. Uh, if you want to give us a million pounds, just... Yeah. Anyway, uh, we should finish there. Uh, what's an exciting way to finish the podcast, Dan? Do you know what we should do? You should say, uh, in your golden fleas voice, shout out, uh, say, say goodbye to the podcast. Alright, Dan's getting it up, especially for this one. Oh, right, let's just say uh, thank you for listening, goodbye. Thank you for listening to the last three parts of Jason and the Diagros on their amazing quest to get the golden fleece. And remember, don't get choked oh. up. um